Who came for the Easter egg, huh? Don't say amen. All right, okay. Hallelujah, man. What a beautiful day it is. So we're going to get started um, this morning. We're going to start off. Kids, who's ready for Miss Melody? All right, so children, if you want to do me a favor and go ahead and uh, just uh, sit down right here to my, my right. Good morning, children. Come quick and sit in the front. Here you come. Did you know we had two special visitors today? Two special guests. Let's welcome them. Woo Thank you for being with us this Easter. I just have to ask, are you angels? Wow, and is this your standard uniform? Yes, really it was. Does it ever cause you any problems? Uh, yes, we notice humans are usually scared of us. Oh my. Can you share with us one special assignment that God sent you to deliver to earth? Wow, that's hard just to choose one. But I'm going to have to go with the grand announcement we made to the shepherds the night Jesus was born. We scared them and lit up the whole sky. One of our most famous messages is, do not be afraid. Okay. We were sent on special assignment to deliver this message. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Then how amazing it was when many angels joined us and said, Glory, Glory to God, God in the highest, and, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Oh, so you're a Christmas angel. Thank you for reminding us of that special message long ago. And do you have a memorable special assignment God sent you to earth for? Yes, during the time of violent earthquake, I was sent to roll the stone of Jesus' tomb. There was two Roman guards there who fainted in our brilliance. Meanwhile, some of the women who were preparing Jesus' burial body were there and saw this too. Can you guess what we said to them? Do, Do not, not be, be afraid. afraid. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay, then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, now I have told you. Wow, thanks for reliving that special message that we like to think about on Easter morning. I know our time is short, but do you have anything special you'd like to say to us today? Do you know you children could be messengers for God also? Yes, just like shepherds, you could spread the good news of Jesus about you, what you've heard, of how he was born to be a savior for many and to redeem them from their sin. And just like the woman at the tomb, you could preach the good news of God, how he died and rose and is coming back again. Amen. Thank you for those reminders to us humans. But children, we don't have to put on white angel costumes. We can be messengers too. We can tell people the good news that God loved the whole world and sent Jesus to be born and to die for our sins. And the best news is that he rose up from the grave and he is alive. And that's what we're celebrating today. Happy Easter. Thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for clapping for Gianni and Eli, the son of Juan and Cynthia Barajas. This was their debut performance. Woohoo! Happy Easter. You can go sit down. Amen. Let's give Miss Melia a hand. All right. Let's see here. So we got a few announcements. Um, we have a annual church meeting next Sunday on April 11th. 
um, after second service. Um, everyone is welcome to attend. We have some amazing news for you, so if you'd like to be a part of that, please show up second service, uh, after second service um, next week. Uh, we're going to be having an Easter egg hunt after second service today. Kids, you ready for the Easter egg hunt? Yeah, okay, awesome. That'll be after second service. Um, all right, who can do a drum roll for me? Can I get a drum roll? Okay. Josh, we have a lot of drummers out here. We have some exciting news. Um, first one is Women's Aspire. Ladies, you know Women's Aspire? Is it Women's Aspire? Yeah? Okay, give it up. Um, it's a big event. Three speakers come. It's legit. They're amazing. They're going to be doing worship, comedy, and then, of course, the word. Save the date, May 15th, here at Home Church. Yes, amen. Uh, let's see here. Next, Mother's Day brunch. Can I get it for the ladies? Say hey. Okay. May 8th at the Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Uh, just making sure you save a seat for me. I love the food there. Amen. All right. So here, it's going to get better and better right here. Look at this. If you're watching online with us, please save the dates. Home away from home retreat. You guys remember this thing called family camp back in the day? We are doing our own family camp. Amen. My son got excited. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be up at Tahoe. The women's ministry has let us use their time of the week, their, the facility that they use at Zephyr Cove. At Zephyr Cove. So it's for this, just for this year, instead of having the women's retreat, it will be a mini family retreat. You are all welcome to come and be there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have worship. Um, we'll be preaching up there. We'll be having the word up there and uh, just a good time together. Amen. Amen. Um, okay. Here's another one. I want to give our, our, our district superintendent, Pastor uh, Reverend, sorry, Steve Scott, uh, the, uh, the, th the thanks um, and also all those on the district. Uh, this was a big decision right here. This year, 2021, we are having kids camp. Amen. Kids camp. And, and teenagers, we're going to be having teen camp as well. So uh, more details on that. July 19th through the 22nd for kids camp. When it comes to the teenagers, um, just please be patient. We'll get you some dates on that. All right. So now we're going to go into a time of giving and worship. Let's all stand to our feet. Oh, you know what? I am so sorry. Please stay seated. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Church is my first year doing this uh, with an uh, Easter service um, in person. Can you believe it? Last year we were at home. And now we're in his home. Amen. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let me get this right here. We have a new membership now. Uh, bear with me. Not everyone could have made it to, to first service. So we have a, a lot of people coming to second service who are becoming members. But if you are here, please come and stand and face me. Uh, Ryan Naylor, April Naylor. Geramina Ridai. Bill Cole and Joan Cole. Benjamin Garcia. Haley Quintanilla, Herman Quintanilla. Claudia Sales. 
Kathia Mendes, Crystal Rowland, and Grant Millam. Last but not least, Casey Kelly. Can we give him a hand? Amen. So we're missing about half here, but, but um, they'll be here second service. So hopefully, Brother Luke, I don't know, I, we forgot to talk about this, but if there's any way you can get that recorded and stick it on the YouTube, I would appreciate it, please. Can we get it up for Luke? Thank you so much for being flexible. Amen. So we'll make sure we get the baptism, second service, and membership. So when it comes to members, folks, we've got a, we got a, a big day ahead of us, and um, all I'm asking is, do you agree? Do you um, uh, would, would you agree to everything we stand for as an organization, but most importantly as Christians? If so, say, I do. I do. Church, will you, will you support and love and go behind each and every one of these in, in love, encouragement, and be faithful in doing so? If so, say, we will. We will. We will. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for each and every new member that's right here before us. God, we thank you, Lord, for the faithfulness, God, that they, they have and the willingness to take that step forward, to grow, to mature, to learn, to be discipled. God, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in each one of their lives. What a blessing it is to have them a part of our church, a part of this family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so very much. Let's give them another hand. Amen. Do we have the certificates? All right. Let's get the certificates out. Ryan Naylor, that's for you. April, Germina. Let's give it up to our church secretary. Amen. All the hard work she does. Benjamin, so proud of you. Amen. Again, if you're watching online with us, we want to say thank you for joining. Home Church of the Nazarene, uh, we are blessed to have you this morning with us online, wherever you're at. Amen. So I want to say real quick, it is a blessing, it's an honor for you not only to join the church, but for me to be your pastor. I want to say thank you. If there's anything you need, let me know. If there's anything I can do, let me and my wife know. We are here for you. We love you. Thank you. God bless. Amen. Give me a hand. Amen. Let's all stand this morning. We are going to go into a time of offering and worship and praise to our God. For he has risen. He has risen. If I could ask uh, Pastor Pepe, if you could please come and pray over the offering and bless the service and what God is going to do this morning. Thank you. Good morning, family. You are very welcome. It's so glad to see you in this special day. So let's pray. Gracias te damos, Señor, por tener el privilegio de estar aquí reunidos. Gracias porque 
nos has dado un regalo precioso que es el, el de tu palabra, Señor. Que tu Espíritu Santo nos ilumine y nos muestre las preciosas verdades que se encuentran en las santas Escrituras, Señor. Gracias porque podemos recordar en forma especial el día de hoy tu triunfo, tu resurrección. Gracias, Señor, porque te adoramos, adoramos a un Dios vivo que ha transformado nuestras vidas. En este día queremos que hables directamente al corazón de cada uno de nosotros a través de tu fiel siervo, nuestro líder y pastor Carlos. Bendecimos las ofrendas que tu pueblo da en este día para expandir tu reino y para que tu palabra llegue a los confines del mundo. Oramos en el nombre de tu adorado Hijo Jesús. Amén. Morning Church. So good to see you all out there today. If you're watching online, welcome. Please stand with us. Before we get started, I want to uh, announce a very special person that has joined our team, April Naylor. Amen. God is faithful. We are glad in all that he's doing. Sing with me. Well, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burdens down. Well, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burdens down. I've been feeling, well, I've been feeling so much better. Since I laid my burdens down, well, I've been feeling so much better since I laid my burdens down. Well, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burdens down. Well, glory, glory. A one, two, glory, glory.
presence of God Almighty. How great thou art, God, you are great. You are amazing, you are worthy to be praised. What a blessing and an honor is to be into your house, to be able to worship you, to be able to sing praises. Not just because you came as a baby and lived and died, but <laughs> so many others lived, died, were buried, period. You lived, you died, you were buried, comma, rose from the grave, comma, ascended unto heaven, comma, sitting at the right hand of the Father, comma. God, we give you praise and glory this morning. Come into this place, touch a life. Touch a backslider, somebody who doesn't know you, someone who hasn't given their life to you yet, Lord, someone who has questions, Lord, but knows that something's missing in their life, wherever they're at, whether they're here or at home, watching online, wherever they're at, Lord, reach through the airwaves and touch their life, change their heart, draw us to you. Lord, today we, we let go of our pride. Many come this morning with frustrations and irritations and things that have bothered us this last past week. And I pray, God, that you would take away the screen just like the Pharisees had, the screen that was on their eyes. And they couldn't see you even when you were right in front of them. God, I pray this morning that you would remove, God, the screens of hurt, remove the screens of pride, remove the screens of jealousy, remove the screens of I don't have enough, remove the screens of sin this morning, we pray. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you for what you're about to do. We give you the praise and the glory ahead of time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Thank you, church. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweetie. That's my wife, by the way. I saw a few weird looks out there like... Uh, I just have to say, um, I, I got one, I got to throw it out there. Don't we have an amazing worship team? Y'all yeah. look so beautiful this morning. And I got to, and I got to say too, um, uh, isn't little Carlos doing an amazing job on the drums? <laughs> he is, man. Um, God is, so, yes, he is amazing. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to be taking communion this morning. We're going to start off with communion. And uh, we're going to work our way from communion to what happened next. And we'll be working our way up uh, this morning. Uh, if you could turn your Bibles to Luke 22. Luke 22, uh, verse 19. Again, I want to say it's so, it's so wonderful seeing you all. If you could do me a favor, if we can, just for this time, can we silence our phones? I for, we forgot to mention that. If we could silence our phones, be much appreciated. I know we're not in the theater, but we are in God's house. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Again, all those who are watching online, we just want to say thank you for joining us here at Home Church. Hallelujah. Luke 22. Verse 19, and he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, this is my body given for you. 
do this in remembrance of me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your life. We thank you for the body you gave. As you were broken for us. As we receive this, Lord, I pray let it be a reminder of what you did for us that may, we may also do for others. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take the bread. Verse 20, in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Dear Heavenly Father, as we receive this cup that represents your blood, let it wash us, let it renew us, let it be a reminder that your blood and only your blood can take away the sins of the world. And because of your blood, our sins, we are forgiven. Amen. Amen. Take the cup. Hallelujah. I want to go ahead and start in verse 39. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives. And his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. Jesus could see something that was going to happen. Jesus could already see they needed to pray because he knew they were about to experience something that they've never experienced before. He says, pray with me. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. Verse 42, Father, he says, if you are willing, take this cup from me. You ever say that to God? Yes. Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. When he rose from prayer, he went back to the disciples. He found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. You ever ask somebody to help you out? You show up and they, they come and they're sleeping. They're not helping. Here Jesus knows he's about to die on the cross and he's asking his friends, can you, can you pray with me? He comes back and what are they doing? What are they doing, church? sleeping they're sleeping he says why are you sleeping he asked them get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation I admire our Lord and Savior he's not saying pray for me don't you know what's going to happen guys they're going to take me they're going to crucify me he's saying pray that you will not fall into temptation when I'm going through things in life, this is a reminder that it's not always about me. 
It's not always about what I'm going through. It's about my family. It's about those who look up to me. It's about those who I'm trying to reach out to. Why are you sleeping? While he was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judas, one of the 12 was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? You ever been betrayed? Are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? While Jesus is being arrested, while he's being betrayed, he's also friends are now I don't know him Peter denied him three times don't you know that man aren't you a no I don't know him it's sad to me how even people till today still are denying Jesus people who are followers of Christ in the workplace in the world are afraid to tell people that Jesus is their Lord it saddens me when there are more people coming out of the closet when it comes to sin and the people of God are going into the closet when it comes to righteousness. Verse 63, the men who were guarding Jesus began mocking him and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded prophecy. Who hits you? Who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders, the people of both, the chief, the high priest, those who had it all together, those who look good on the outside, but their hearts are evil. And the teachers of the law met together and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, if I tell you, if I tell you, you won't believe me. Don't ever come to a place when truth could be standing right in front of you. And truth says, if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. How far have we gone? That truth himself could be standing right here, can be in this place. But we're so caught up in what's going on in our life. Inherited curses, things have been passed down from generation to generation. We've always been this way. I'm not going to forgive. I'm not going to let go. And God is standing right there and we can't see him. You won't believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But Jesus right here, so humbly, but yet with so much power says, but from now on, the son of man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, are you the son of God? He replied, you say that I am. Then they said, why do we need any more testimony 
Why do we need any more testimony? And I got to wonder if I was there in that crowd, would I have been with them? Why do we need any more testimony? We've heard it from his own lips. We're going to fast forward to chapter 23. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate and began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment to tax, uh, taxes of, to Caesar and claims to be the what? The Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priest and the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man. Where were the people? Today you have somebody who will commit a crime who is not innocent, but yet there's thousands of people who are roaming the streets saying justice, justice, but a man who never committed a crime is standing right there and nobody says anything. Not a word. I don't find anything wrong with this man. I have no basis. So then Pilate, who is not friends with Herod, another ruler, sends him over to Herod. He goes, I don't know what to do with this guy. You deal with it. Jesus now being treated like a rag dog comes over here. And he's standing before Herod, who is this ungodly antichrist hating God's spirit standing right there in front of the father and Jesus is looking at him and Herod says show me a sign show me wonders show me something Jesus didn't say anything to Herod and Herod sends Jesus back to Pilate but you know what's crazy in the Bible in Luke it says that Herod and Pilate were enemies but it said that day they became good friends That's a whole nother sermon right there. Just remember, if you're not close to God and you don't make a stand for righteousness, the ungodly things in life will attach itself to you. Jesus now is all alone, being tossed back and forth from ruler to ruler, and all of a sudden now, he shows up back at Caesar's palace. He's back at Caesar's palace. He's in Las Vegas. He shows up and he's right there. And Caesar, a man with all authority, a man with, with, uh, that can rule with an iron fist, is now pleading with the people saying, guys, give me a break. What do I do? Because when you don't stand for righteousness, you can't stand for anything. And all of a sudden now, they're saying, Free Barabbas. Pilate says, I have a man here who's a criminal, who's a murderer. Him or Jesus? Who do I release? They say, free Barabbas. What do I do with Jesus? They say, crucify him. Wanting to release Jesus, verse 20, Pilate appealed to them again. But they kept shouting. Pilate appealed to them again. But they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. For the third time, he spoke to them. Why? What crime has this man committed? I found him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then released. But with loud shouts, they instantly demanded that he be crucified. And their shouts prevailed 
So Pilate decided to grant their demand. Pilate decided to grant my demand. Pilate decided to grant my demand. In the book of Mark, in the book of Mark, it talks about how they took Jesus, they pulled out his beard. They whipped him, they beat him, they laughed at him, they spit on him, and Jesus picks up his cross, and by the time he gets to the mountaintop, they say Jesus was unrecognizable. By the time he gets up to the mountaintop, they say you can't even recognize who this man was. A piece of flesh just standing in the wide open. A man who has done no wrong. And as they lift him high and stretch him wide, I know for a fact that that was me. I would have said, this is over. But yet, no, he's still serving a purpose. With all the energy that he has, if he had any, he's still loving somebody who's this nameless criminal on the right and the left side of him. He's still serving a purpose. He's still doing the Father's will. It's a reminder to me when I feel like I'm on a cross. Instead of looking at what's going on, am I doing God's business? Am I doing God's will? And Jesus is doing God's will. Verse 42, then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. This criminal says, remember me. And when I think of this criminal, I think... This could have been my brother. This criminal could have been my sister. This criminal could have been my father. This criminal who was, who was hanging right next to Jesus could have been my mother. This criminal could have been me. And he says, will you remember me? Jesus answered him, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. For the sun stops shining, the sun stops shining verse 45. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, in your hands I commit my spirit. And when he said this, he breathed his last. inside the house again this song that we're going to do right here is a song that we all could have wrote Fastened down 
I spent the night in sleeplessness and rose at every sound. Half in hopeless sorrow, half in fear the day would find the soldiers breaking through to drag us all away. And just before the sunrise, I heard something at the wall. The gate began to rattle, a voice began to call. I hurried to the window, I looked down into the street, expecting swords and torches and the sound of soldiers' feet. There was no one there but Mary, so I went down to let her in. John stood right beside me as he told us where she'd been. She said they moved him in the night, and none of us knows where. The stove's been rolled away, now his body isn't there. We both ran toward the garden, then John ran on ahead. We found the stone in the empty tomb, just the way that Mary said. But the winding sheet they wrapped him in was just an empty shell. How they where they take him in is more than I could tell. Well, something strange had happened there, I did not know. John believed a miracle, I just turned to go. Circumstance and speculation couldn't lift me very high. Cause I seen them crucify him And then I saw him die Back inside the house again The guilt and anguish came Everything I promised him Just added to my shame When at last it came to choices I denied I knew his name Even if he was alive it wouldn't be the same. Suddenly the air was filled with strains of sweet perfume. Light came in from everywhere, drove shadows from the room. Jesus stood before me with his arms held open wide. I fell down on my knees, clung to him and cried. He raised me to my feet as I looked into his eyes. Love was shining out from him like sunlight from the sky. Guilt in my confusion disappeared in sweet release. And every fear I ever had just melted into peace. He's alive. He's alive.
heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. Sing, Charlie. He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. How many know our God's alive in this place? Amen. Worthy is the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. You see, when Jesus went on the cross, he was the lamb. But when he came up out of that grave, he was the lion of the tribe of Judah. He was roaring resurrection power. And he's here to remind you and me that you are forgiven. He came to wipe the sins of the world. All the wrong that I've done, everything that I have done that's wrong, that that I'm embarrassed of, he has forgiven me. And he's here to remind you, he could also forgive you. But he's also here this morning to remind you before we go into baptism that he's coming back again. Thank you, brother, for that arousing affirmation. He is coming back again. The question is, will you be ready? When the trumpet sounds, will you recognize that sound? Will you be taken up in the cloud? If Jesus would have came back last night, I was talking to somebody earlier this week. We were talking about the rapture. If Jesus would have came back last night, I asked myself, would I have shown up to church today? If he would have come back, my prayer is that this place would have been empty. That all churches across the world would have been empty. But what a day that will be when I want to see. Don't let your heart grow cold. Let's bow our heads this morning. If you're here in this place, you say, Pastor Carlos, I'm not right with God. Jesus is not in my heart. He is not in my life. If I was to die today, I know, I I can't say for sure, Pastor, if I would make heaven my home. You see, many years ago, and still today, I battle, man, this is me right here. One of these guys that look good on the outside, but heart is cold. My heart is angry. I'm upset. 
But Jesus says, I'm here to forgive you. You can give that to me. You don't have to hold on to it any longer. All he wants is an honest heart in this place. And if that is you, even if you're watching with us online, I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Bow your heads. If you're in this place, you would like to receive him as your Lord and Savior. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of Christ. He came to die for our sins. Repeat this prayer after me if that is you. Say, dear Jesus, I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me. Come into my life. Give me a new heart. Make me the man or woman you have called me to be. Today is a new day. Give me resurrection power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. is good, amen. amen. You guys excited for baptism? We will be starting the baptism here in just a moment. Wow, that sermon was uh, insane, huh? Um, we're going to be getting into baptisms. Um, as you guys all know, it's a proclamation publicly of Jesus. And so before we show a video um, outlining baptism, uh, if everybody would join me in another round of prayer over this. Lord, we want to come before you today on this most precious day representing what you have done for us. In the preparation of your house with many rooms, you have given your son as a sacrifice to us. We would ask that this sermon and that the baptisms would touch hearts today incline people to your will. 
and bring more pee hole into your family to fill the rooms of your house and that these people who are about to be baptized would be able to continue a public proclamation of your glory in your name. Amen. see some baptisms. <laughs> Give me a second, I have to organize some papers because we are doing uh, testimonies for everybody. Pastor Carlos, are we ready? So the baptism that you guys are going to see is going to be a brand new life in Christ. And it's so perfect that we have something that represents a resurrection on the day of the resurrection. I spilled that. Yeah, I baptized the sermon notes. But it was just a sprinkling. So up first we have Grant Millen. And he wanted to say, I was actually baptized as a baby by my parents, and I have been raised as a Christian. My whole life has largely been a testimony to this, and for this reason, I was hesitant to get baptized. I didn't want to renounce something my parents gave me that grounded me in the Christian faith. However, I have never really chosen to make a public testimony of my faith on my own volition. So I have concluded that to undertake this would not only be an affirmation of my faith, but also of my upbringing. There is no day better than Easter to get baptized, for as it says in Colossians 2.12, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith of the working God, who raised him from the dead also. 
I am to clothe myself fully in Christ, for as Galatians 3.27 says, for all of you who were baptized in Christ have clothed yourself in Christ. So this baptism is not to wash away my upbringing, but to confirm everything I've been taught and to have you all here as my witnesses as I publicly declare myself a servant of the Lord. Up next, we have Benjamin Garcia. Benjamin wants to say, I want to thank God for all he's done and all that he's going to do. I used to be ashamed and I was also in and out of sin. I never really committed because I didn't want to let go of my worldly desires. I felt like I would be very depressed since I couldn't do what everyone else was doing if I committed. I'm tired of running from my problems and running from God. Today I fully commit to God and I will stay committed for the rest of my life. I may fail and stumble, but I will get back up and keep on serving God. The next testimonies, if we can have Miss Jane come up. Yeah. Woo. Noah Stoikoff. Oh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> I want to get baptized so that I can show that I am cleansed and I want to let go of my old ways and do what God has called me to do. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I want to stay committed to Christ and always put him first every day of my life. Sister Chloe Stoikoff. I want to get baptized because I want to show people that I am fully committed to God and I will serve Him for the rest of my life. Yes, pick her up. 
Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. because to show that I am saved. And when I get baptized, I will always know that I want to do what God wants me to do. And when I get baptized, I will promise God that I will be fully committed to him. dedicated to the Lord when I was seven months old and our pastor held me up like the Lion King. <laughs> I have been going to church since he was since I was one month old. I am going to be eight years old in four days <laughs> and I am ready to believe in God and follow him for the rest of my life. My favorite Bible story is Daniel and the lion's den because God shut the mouths of the lions. I know that Jesus died on the cross for me and took away my sins, and I want more people to listen to Jesus. Amen. He's a lot heavier now than, than before. <laughs> Noxon, cross your arms. Cover your nose. Noxon, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. because I love Jesus and I am a Christian. When God came into my heart, he made my eyes twinkly, and I want everyone to know that I love him.
I think you guys already know. The next up is Lee Neal. <laughs> the reason I want to be baptized is because following God is the way I want my life to go. I want to be closer to God. I have never felt this close to God in my life. Also because of the people I have around me, I have discovered that God is the way and he gives my life meaning. for the first service, um, we're going to ask Miss Barb to come up here and give us her benediction, but as she makes her way up, I want everybody to remember that even though this happens a couple times a year, what you've witnessed is incredible. What a glorious celebration we've had, amen. Jesus is risen indeed. Yes, yes, and we thank him for all that he's done for us, including dying on the cross. Will you bow your heads with me and we'll pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to you to send your Son to us. And we acknowledge his headship in home church, and we want to say we love you, Lord, and indeed we do serve a risen Christ. Bless us as we go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.